It's that time of year again, competitor. You already know what I'm talking about. Holiday parties, family gatherings, corporate events, and all the strangers that you don't necessarily want to talk to. Today's brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast, we're talking about how do you actually do that networking stuff? How do you socialize with strangers? How do you, I don't know, enjoy the experience that most of us as introverts absolutely dread. My name is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. It's Thanksgiving week. We're kicking off Monday with a brand new episode on leadership, and it's that one time of year where <laughs> we're going to do a lot of socializing with people we don't know. We see it at my wife's uh, real estate organization, and their partners always have holiday parties, ugly Christmas sweater parties, friends have holiday parties, and I always find myself in those situations with people I don't know. And what happens there, we have this awkward small talk. And no, nobody likes small talk. It's uncomfortable. It's forced. You're just like, I would rather be anywhere but here. If you're like me and a little bit of an introvert, uh, it's amplified. Uh, I know some of you listening have reached out, especially those in our cohort, talking about just going to conferences and events and how to meet people and talk to people, especially when you're not extroverted. That's the funny thing. People assume because I'm on stage that I am an extrovert. But as I laugh, I am a introverted extrovert. Uh, Part of it, I say, is being an only child. I get a lot of recharge from being by myself, but I also can draw some energy from people. So it's a a weird combination, and, and maybe you can relate to that as well. But this is the time of year where you can't really avoid those. I mean, you can. You can be a hermit. You can be a Grinch. You can avoid all the holiday parties together. You can go. You can be a Grumpus, a Krampus, sit in the corner, arms crossed. But who's doing that? I mean, what, what's the good in that, right? You're there. You might as well have a good conversation, get to know people, talk to people. So what I want to do today is give you some tips, especially knowing you're in a leadership position and people are always watching you. They want to see how you handle situations when you're uncomfortable. They want to see how you handle interacting with others. Heck, maybe they just need an example of how to also interact and engage at these networking, these holiday events. And so let's start here. Like everything, it comes down to what's 100% in your control. And the most important thing going into these holiday parties and events is your focus. We often go to these events, especially where we don't know that many people, and we're worried about ourselves. The focus is all on us. How do I sound? How do I look? Hope people like me. When in reality, if we want to take some of that anxiety, some of that fear away, we've got to shift the focus onto them. And ask, who can I meet tonight and maybe help? Who can I have a really cool conversation with? Who's somebody here that just needs to connect and meet somebody new? Not in a romantic sense, but all of us as humans, we're longing for community. And so if you shift the perspective onto other people, it's a great first step. The other thing to think about before you ever walk in the door is to think of a fun question. Think of something cool that you can lead off with. If it's an ugly sweater Christmas party, it could be, hey, what inspired you to get that one? Or what's the wildest or craziest Christmas sweater you've ever seen? Um, Give me what's one of your favorite Christmas memories. Like something that, let's be honest, we go to these events and all the questions are, where are you from? How long you worked here? How do you know so-and-so? Blah, 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 blah. It's crap that we forget, right? Crap, we have the conversation we forget within five minutes. But if you're the person who has a really cool question or two that you come in with, you're not having to think of on the spot, you can ask people, people start to remember that. That actually leads me into the next one, which is ask open-ended questions. You ask a closed-ended question where somebody can just answer yes, no, them, her, what, how. 
it kills the conversation, right? It's like playing tennis. If you hit the ball across the net and they don't hit it back, the game's dead. That's kind of a closed-ended question. But if you hit the ball across the net and give them an open-ended question, they have the opportunity to respond, to volley the ball back to you. And then if you hit a follow-up question, they have a chance to do it again. And so you're taking this engagement role by asking questions and remaining curious about them, which we've talked about here on the show before, is so vitally important to not only building rapport, but likability. See, we get so nervous going into these events, worrying if people are going to like us and whatever. And the reality of the situation is to get people to like you more, you have to ask questions, specifically open-ended and follow-up questions that show a curiosity in them. So by doing that, you can get the one thing that most people go into these events wanting, which is just to like me, accept me. And so the easiest way to do that is think of a fun question before the event starts and then go into and ask open-ended questions, then listen for them. So we're going to shift the focus from me to the people that were there. We're going to think of a cool question or two before we even go into the event. So we've got something armed. We're going to ask open-ended questions and follow up questions on that. Really good conversation starters. Another fun way to kind of break the ice is to compliment the people on something unique. If you're like me, man, I'm noticing sneaks, right? I'm noticing when somebody's got a cool pair of Nikes or sneakers, and that's a great way to walk up and be like, man, I love that color. I love those Nikes. Tell me where you got them. It's an easy way to kind of step into the flow. If it's a holiday party, there's all sorts of opportunities to jump in of, hey, what'd you think of the cookies? Or, hey, you know, what'd you guys choose to drink? Is the punch any good? Is it terrible? All of these kind of things to help do that. But especially when you come in with a compliment, gets people off guard. Uh, It lowers the defenses because you're not coming in talking about you. The other piece of this is to get people's names and then repeat those names. I struggle remembering people's names, especially when there's a lot of activity and things going on. And so one of the things I focus on is repeating the person's name over and over and over again while I'm talking to them so that it's starting to further ingrain it in me. The other thing I look to do is associate the name with something they're wearing, the color of their shoes, the something they said, something I can always call back to to try to remember their name better because we know that, right? We feel seen. We feel valued when somebody we meet remembers our name and then uses it. So that's another piece. And then last, listen, have some fun. And by have some fun, I mean, focus on what your body language is. Don't sit with your arms crossed. Don't sit across the room, blocked off from everybody else. Be relaxed, be open, be welcoming to a conversation and understand everybody's all in there together. Everybody's worried probably about the exact same things. And what an opportunity you have as a leader to break some of that ice, to ease some of those nerves, to take a genuine interest in having conversation with others, the thing people crave. What kind of influence could you build with that? And then last, this is the most fun. As a leader, your challenge is to maybe even find the person there that looks more nervous than you. The person that looks about as shy as can be, they're introverted, they're off to the side, they're avoiding eye contact with folks. Find that person, walk up to that person, compliment them, ask them a cool question, initiate a conversation, but essentially tell them, I see you. I'm glad you're here. I'd like to get to know you. And that can do all the world to help change someone's attitude and perspective, especially when we know the holidays can be tough for a lot of people. A lot of these people struggle with depression. They're down, they're sad. And a lot of these networking events are not the place they're expecting to be seen. They're just kind of there out of obligation a lot of times. But what if you were the leader that took an interest in them, that helped them see, be seen and feel valued? What would you do not only for their holiday season, 
but perhaps how they saw themselves heading into next year. Networking doesn't have to suck. All it needs is more leaders just like you willing to get out of their comfort zone and be courageous to do the things we talked about in today's episode. Make it a great holiday season competitor and be the leader that leads the way. I'm cheering for you. Go win your day. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Everyday, get involved in our leadership cohort or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryday.com. I'll see you next episode.